that I'm joyous that, that our last work is going to go over to somebody that loves it just as much as we do. How lucky can you be? It's such an amazing, iconic uh, restaurant, not just not just loved in the, and revered in the Melbourne scene, but all around the world and certainly all around Australia. Some restaurants mean so much to a city, even a country. When the news fell into my hands that legendary St Kilda restaurant Donovan's was changing owners for the first time since it opened in 1997, I knew that this, this was big news. Today we are speaking to founder Gail, Gail Donovan, who founded the restaurant with her husband Kevin. And we are also going to be speaking to Nick Parkhouse, who is taking on this extraordinary legacy. Gail, we'll start with you. Welcome to Dirty Linen. Hello, Danny. How are you? I'm I'm great. And I'm really, it's been a real privilege to learn this news from you and to write a story about it, which has been in the age in the Sydney Morning Herald. Thank you for trusting me to help you tell your story. Uh, I knew you'd understand because it's, it's pretty special, this story, I think. Well, for people who don't know Donovan's, and they're going to be out there, tell us a little bit about this restaurant. Absolutely. It's, um, look, it, years ago, I think it would have been a site in Melbourne that, that every restaurateur would have loved to get their hands on it. Just It just happened we were in the right place at the right time. Um, the The site is beautiful it's a it's a crown land and it's a a beautiful was a beautiful old bathing box and it'd been turned into a you know not with a lot of money spent on it but into a, a an okay sort of restaurant that it's let itself get run down and um it's 10 meters away from the water um and i it still to me looked like a toilet block which is what it was so my husband and I had the lease and we, it, it, after long discussions, we said that, you know, we, we would try to make it like our house on the beach. We always referred to it as a house on the beach. Uh, we have always referred to, and we put our name to it, Donovan's. Um, and then we referred to her as the she because she can be quite difficult sometimes. So uh, we always call her a she and, and we, we set about trying to make it feel like you were going to um, eat in somebody's home with a view to being comfortable, with a view to um, – we said that we'd like it to be welcoming for everybody. So whether you're having a 90th birthday or you want to bring your children or a high-flying somebody or other, you could still feel comfortable. And we wanted to serve the food that we love to eat. So, yeah, and, and it it grew from there, but it certainly was to be a, um, a house. And we also wanted that it was a business sitting on the water that I was only ever busy in summer. And we wanted to try to make the environment. If you're going to have a business, then you you and solid staff, then you need an environment where you've got work and business coming in all the time. So when we went about turning it into a house, we put in fireplaces and really sumptuous places for people to to sit and um, comfortable it was. And I'm really proud to say that. You know, she's been busy from the first day that we opened and she's still rocking the world. And part of our customers have, you know, I've done 
baptisms for kids that are now in there with their boyfriends and girlfriends and and um it's it's really is a, a um a family business we treat it like family and and our guests are a part of our family i mean donovan's is all is your home it's the home of you kale uh, gail and kevin donovan i mean it's also there's an amazing love story behind this business can you can you tell me about when you first met kevin <laughs> um, when I first met Kevin, he had, um, I think, I yes, I would have been working at the Regent Hotel and my friend was working in human resources for then was the great big hotel that was coming into Melbourne, the Hyatt, and Kevin was had been brought in as the food and beverage director to staff up the, the hotel. Um, I think we had like 400 food and beverage people so it was it was big big business and I went down during a lunch break and had an interview with Kevin for about two hours and I was interviewing for the the um, sales position in the ballroom which sat up to 600 people of which I knew nothing about whatsoever but you know I kind of conned my way through it and um, I I'm Kev right when he finished he said yep you can start I'll give you a go. Start in two weeks. And um, I remember that I went home and told my housemate that I'd been living with him forever that I'd met this guy I was going to marry. And that was Kevin. I just thought he was beautiful from the minute I met him. He was gorgeous. And what did he write on the interview sheet, Gail? On the interview sheet, which they gave me when I left the heart, he wrote, a veritable ball of fire. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still a light baby. I'm still going at 70. <laughs> so you, you call Kevin your toy boy. He's a couple of years younger than you, but he's not in the best shape at the moment. Tell us the story behind deciding to let go of this restaurant. Look, his his health isn't really well. And um, we, we, got, we got really super uh, – lucky because just you know it's, it sounds really corny but but the restaurant is our life's work and we always said to each other let's not be like anybody else the minute we don't want to go there we should we should hand it over you know we should sell it um and we'd never I've never got sick of going there and neither has Kevin but Kevin's health's been diminishing over the last five years um to a f the fact where he um um, hasn't been in the restaurant now for about three years. So he hates that, but that's part of our lives together. So um, I wanted, I knew that I wanted, I said to Kev, it's time that we can spend more time together and have more fun. So we were so lucky in that we don't have any children, but we, we've adopted one. So um, about six or seven, no, seven or eight years ago, this uh, young man called Nick Parkhouse came to um, just to help us out through Christmas. He was used to working for much bigger businesses with much more responsibility and um, with great experience in wine and great experience in, in actually running, you know, a, a food and beverage business in the, in the hospitality industry. So, I don't know, after about a week, Kevin said to me, well, the first day he looked like he'd been there forever, like he just belonged there. And Kevin said, he looks like me walking around the dining room, just his attitude at the table and everything was fantastic. Um, and did you want me to tell the story of how we hired Nick? Oh, yeah, I think you better actually because that didn't make it into my story. 
No, well, it's but it's the truth is seldom present, but it's true that um, you know I said to Kev, we we have to try to see if we can keep him. He's the future of this business, and we're getting older. Not that we want to leave our business, but but we we need help, and um, we just couldn't afford to to meet the expectation of of salary that that Nick was had been used to looking for. We just couldn't afford it, and. I said, well, we can, you know, I kept saying to Kev, we can't afford not to. No, no, we just can't. So we had to say goodbye after, I think, three or four months that Nick had been with us and he went on to take on a, a contract with someone else. And we were very uh, spoiled, Kevin and I. We used to – Tuesday night was – the Tuesday afternoon was meeting afternoon with all the staff, one department, then the next, then the next. And by the time we used to shout ourselves um, dinner at Laos for anybody that remembers this gorgeous Chinese restaurant that's sadly no longer there. But we used to have a set takeaway uh, list of things. They had our credit card and we would just – they would simply come out and give us our takeaway and we'd go home. But you could sit and eat there and we rarely did. Anyway, Kev wasn't back for a while and I thought, my gosh. And he comes in the house and he says, I said, where have you been? What happened? He said, well, I bought a lot more than Chinese dinner. I said, what? He said, well, I went to the bathroom and the bathrooms are particularly crowded and um, there next to him is Nick Parkhouse. And they're, oh, hi, how are you, Kevin? And how are you going? And apparently the story goes, and it's true, uh, that Kevin offered Nick the job to come back and, and run Donovan's with us. And he said he missed it so much he couldn't refuse. So they went back to the table and told his gorgeous wife, Pip, that Nick was coming to work with us. And um, Kev came home with Chinese. And um, the news that Nick would, would be with us um, and and be part of our restaurant, and he always has been, now we've adopted him. So it's not like uh, it was just a matter of trying to find out how to do it. Um, he's ready to take on the restaurant. He's been running it for for three years and, and we're ready, Kevin and I, to have some more fun. But that doesn't mean that you'll keep us out of there. We'll be propped up in a corner eating and drinking. How does that sound? <laughs> it sounds good to me. Um, yeah. So one thing that regulars of Donovan's will know is that there is the changeover. Twice a year the decor completely shifts and that is a special project of yours, Gail. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, it's it's mine and a, and a guy that's my best friend, Daryl, who's worked with, with us since the day we started. And we we opened in winter and I had bought, not knowing, uh, I'd spent too much. I bought all these Burberry fabrics. And then when I found out how much they were, it was too hard to take them back. So um, we had all this beautiful, rich navy blue and chocolate and the fires. And then summer was coming and I didn't, like, I, I thought, oh, I can't. I said to Kevin, "It can't stay like this because it looks like winter. We need like bright colours, and so that's how it started. I I took all of the decorating items out of there. All the chairs had loose covers on them. All the couches did, um, and and I started to change it monumentally and and colours and so. After all this time, 27 and 20, 54 times I've changed it. There we go. Um, I know. 
Um, and people say, where do you get your ideas? I say, well, I'm a restaurateur. I drink a lot, for goodness sake. It's not that hard. Uh, but but it's become – people ask about the changeover. When's it coming? What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. So it's become a really important um, part of the restaurant and having, you know, never spent money on advertising, we decided that we would spend it on giving a fresh new look to the dining room and and – it's become a real tradition that people absolutely love. So um, it's part of the restaurant's nature, I think. Well, I mean, it it obviously does must cost money to do that, but I think what I also appreciate is that you're a very canny op shopper. Um, tell me about the, the wall of platters, which looks like expensive family heirlooms that have been passed down the generations. Doesn't it? It's really good. We, we've been working on that one for, uh, we needed 24 big, beautiful platters, um, and they can be awfully expensive, but if they were going to be decorations, it didn't matter to us if they had cracks in them or what they were. And Daryl said, well, it might take us two years to find them, but we're not spending over $15 or $20 for them. That was the ceiling. So after two years, we have this wall of stunning platters. Now, I don't know if you put your family roast on it that half the end wouldn't fall off, but it doesn't matter. They look stunning under the lights. They look beautiful. Yeah, they they absolutely do. <laughs> so we're good we're good shoppers. We start to and and also what we've done with with you end up with warehouses full of goodies. Um, we've had a couple of huge sales over the years and um, we've split um, any takings that we've had with Sacred Heart Mission. So we do big garage sales. We once had enough uh, goodies to fill up the whole of St Kilda Town Hall. And we ran that for three days and so and we still do that with them now. So um it's it, yeah, that they, they make for good uh it makes for prosperity for everybody. So Gail, the business is changing hands at the end of August. How is it going to feel uh, the last time that you're in Donovan's as the owner? Um, I have no idea. I guess we're going to find out, but it's been look. It's it's um, I'm the angst is is long gone, and um, that I'm joyous that that our last work is going to go over to somebody that loves it just as much as we do. How lucky can you be? He loves it. I know Nick loves it. So you can't pretend you love something. You got to. You can tell. So I'm really joyous for Nick and so is Kevin. We're really happy and, and we'll continue to do whatever whatever we can to help him, but it doesn't need a lot of help, can I say. It's come along in leaps and bounds. I mean, how different do you think it is to run a restaurant now than it was, you know, 20-something years ago when, well, it's decades since you had your first restaurant. So, I mean, what, what how much, I guess, how much more do you need to know? How much How much more expensive is it? I don't know. Like, um, do Oh, you know- it's incredibly, incredibly, incredibly uh, difficult now 
and and not because of COVID or what's happening in the world. It's it's that the younger generation that have come up through this city and other cities in Australia are smart. They want to learn. They're hungry for knowledge. They travel. They think about what they're doing. They have a business plan before they start. They have money behind them so they can trade. They realise that they need to understand about business before they even before they have a concept. Because it's no use having a beautiful concept, mortgaging your house to do it and not knowing how to run a business because making profit or making money is the only way that you can continue. So you have to have a profitable business in order to, oh, I'd like to change this or wouldn't it be lovely to buy new plates or like us, wouldn't we like to redecorate to stay in front or wouldn't we like to consult somebody that can uh, um, look at our new you know, business cards or whatever. It, with change and competing in the market means you need to have the money to educate yourself to do it. And we used to have uh, um, a profit and loss account at the end of every month, right? And with a business that's really big like ours, you can be super busy going broke. And at the end of the month, we go, oh, we were really busy, but we didn't make any money. And the month was gone. It doesn't come back. So these days with the with the smart machinery and smart people like Nick Parkhouse around you, we, we can almost um, – we can get a big, good, solid answer to where we are by the end of the week, but we can also get a pretty rough idea on a daily basis where our profit and loss stands and change accordingly. And that's the key to being able to um, – I don't want to be rich and buy a big swimming pool. I just want to buy more stuff for the restaurant and um, pay my staff well and treat my customers to a glass of French champagne whenever I want to. <laughs> that. That is, they're really good ambition scale. I, I love that. They're true. They really are true. Um, you're, um, I, I suspect we're going to see you at Donovan's on and off whenever, whenever you want to, and there may be a glass of French champagne involved. Um, but how do you look back on your life in hospitality? Oh, that I've had an absolute ball. I love my life. Kevin and I absolutely love our lives. And completely. We've had the hospitality brought us together. We, we have had and are still going to have so much fun, but most of the fun in our lives is sharing table with other people. We love it. Beautiful. Shall we hear from your adopted son, Nick Parkhouse? Absolutely. Absolutely. One moment, please. Nick Donovan. <laughs> yeah, hello. <laughs> hello, good afternoon. Hi, Nick. Thank you so much for being part of this double header episode. We only do this for very special people. Um, tell us how how you feel uh, taking on this legacy. It's it. Uh, our words can't describe it, Danny. It is the most I- incredible honour and um, and an amazing sort of torch to be handed over. And I, I just. Yeah, I'm only hoping to 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 continue on, you know, the the wonderful legacy that Kevin and Gail have created, and and make it prosperous for 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 another 27 years and more into the future with what they've with what they've achieved. It's it's such an amazing iconic uh, restaurant, not just not just loved and uh, and revered in the Melbourne scene, but all around the world and, and certainly all around Australia. It's pretty special. Tell us your connection with the restaurant over the years, even before you uh, came to work there that Christmas. 
Yeah. Um, so my uh, my now wife uh, introduced me uh, to 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 come there for a uh, for a birthday celebration, which was fantastic, and we would have only been or just turned twenty one, dare I say it, and um, it was it, it was very very special. I mean, how, how can you not like it? We were by the beach, we we enjoyed a, an, an entree seafood linguine and and a glass of wine, and we probably couldn't afford much more than than that, and then sort of ducked and ran. But it was just one of the most incredible locations to to sit and enjoy and 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 just you know feel like true hospitality was there, and it's and and it still remains. And I suppose from moving on beyond that, um, we would continue to keep uh, enjoying uh, Donovan's as a as a celebratory thing, whether or not it was an annual birthday treat, or whether or not we could sneak out uh, in between in between days off that we both had, and I ended up proposing to uh, to Pip there on a on her birthday. Um, so she was a captive audience, Danny. She uh, the sun was setting, it was lovely, and I could get down and bend a knee, and <laughs> now she's stuck with me. So it's good. It's good for me. <laughs> <laughs> now you own the giant. I mean, is that something you could ever have foreseen? Oh, no, hell no, no. That was definitely uh, that's it, it, it. Look, coming it, even coming back and and uh, and and working there uh, with with Kevin and Gail, you know, it was it was a, a chance happening as, as as Gail described before. I'd I'd sort of um, was was taking on a big uh, a big role for for a different company and. Um, I literally just just you know uh, wanted to come in and help out and run some food from the past and, and just enjoy it uh, for for a December and January period, and then and it was gosh it was awesome it was it was wonderful being on the other side and then yeah uh, coming uh, basically after left uh, after leaving there it was one of those uh, lunches that I was having with Pip um, outside Lowes and um, it was probably one of the most fortuitous. And strangest propositions in the, in a bathroom of a restaurant to be offered a, a job again, but my God, it's if nothing uh, nothing else tells you how, how you know how how kismet's meant to be, then that's that's something you got to listen to, I suppose. And it's pretty it's, as humorous as as it is. It's it has just been the the most incredible thing to work to to work there, be a part of it, and have enjoyed for such a long time. I mean, you know, you've mentioned the location. Um, you know that it feels like a special place, but what is it about Donovan's that drew you so? Um, well, look, the, the the biggest thing about wanting to be there is because of what Kevin and Gail have have achieved. That there is something for everyone there to create special memories and and a place to to belong and and feel like it's home. That there's a there's very few. Um, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have worked with some amazing operators, uh, uh, both domestically and internationally. And two of the people that honestly care so much for all their staff, for their guests, um, for just an experience to for for anyone who can touch it and and be a part of it. It's it's just amazing to have seen that. And actually, you know, it's a huge amount of respect that I think everyone. You know, I think I dare I say it, Kevin and Gail have employed most of most of the Melbourne um, professionals in hospitality over over the twenty seven years that they've had it, and I, 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 you know, everyone would be would all, always remember them so favourably with everything that they've done and their investment into them. It's it's truly special. So, what are you going to change? Oh, nothing. It it stays exactly the stays exactly the same, and that's the best thing about it. You know, the 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 fat, the uh, the 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 opportunity to be able to continue on something like this um, 
so it prospers because it's it is enjoyed for for its stability and the and the wonderful opportunity that people can return to it and and enjoy a bombalasca, enjoy a chicken pie or a seafood linguine that they've known and loved for many many years and um yeah that's there's not a damn thing that's going to change except uh yeah, maybe the the change over twice a year i'd certainly uh it's not my forte to be able to design things, so Gail can certainly come back and be able to assist with that. Because otherwise, it's yeah, it's uh, I, I know how to, to to pull a cork from a bottle of wine and certainly carry a couple of plates to a table. But yeah, when it comes to designing a restaurant, that's the that's the one thing that we need consistency with. So yeah. <laughs> so Nick, you mentioned some of the Donovan's classics, and you know some dishes have been on the menu right from the beginning in 1997. Well, for if someone wanted to come and have the the Donovan's experience, where how would you steer them through the menu and the wine list? Well, the the best thing about it, there are there have always been the our, our, the wonderful icon of the the Donovan's house is next to some of these fantastic um, food items. So, whenever anybody wants to come and enjoy, if it's their first time joining uh, being there, or if it's uh, you know their 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 lovely Donovan's devotees that, that that are returning, it's one of the things to go and point out specifically some of the things that that we have been honoured and revered for for such a long time. That there's any of the food items like a seafood linguine, like our um, house-cured smoked salmon. These are things that will have the, the Donovan's icon next to them. So it's a pretty biased opinion, but uh, they, they're they damn good. And, uh, yeah, and, and everybody loves them. So, it's, yeah. so um, you're taking over – in a few weeks, it's going to be your restaurant. You're going to be Nick Donovan. <laughs> what sort of emotions do you think will be floating around? Uh, well, I need to rush to Depol to change my surname. I think first and first and foremost, Danny. Um, the the uh, it's it's uh, it's incredible. Uh, it, it is surreal. It's it's elation. It's it's pride. My God, it's 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 a it's a roller coaster of a of a lot of different things, and it's but it's yeah, it's just a, a an incredible an incredible special feeling to be able to do this, you know, and 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 you know, continue on everything that Kevin and Gail have created because it's yeah, it's such a wonderful place to to call work and to and and to be a part of. Um, I mean, you've, you're obviously looking after a large team, and uh, there's new staff coming through all the time. What do you say to people who are considering a career in hospitality? You know, how do you sell it to them? What well, do it? The the ultimately the the best. It can be the most rewarding feeling, and we're, we're not talking about something just from an educational point of view for food knowledge or for wine. It is one of the most rewarding feelings of being able to to look after um, to look after people and add to what could be a special night for them, or just a, a casual Wednesday dinner out. Uh, you know, when you're able to go and and you know bring joy to a t- to a table that's in in regards to food and beverage and you know make it special and make it personal as a wonderful touch that's you know people people walk away and remember it and will remember you for for whatever service and smiles and little sparks of joy that you would have been able to bring to them and it's that's one of the best feelings you could ever ever ask for I reckon. Oh, beautiful, Nick. Um, well, we certainly wish you all the best with this new era. Um, thank you for holding this treasured Melbourne icon so tenderly in your hands. Um, it's such a special place for so many people and I think there's certainly um, an element of, of poignancy and, and sadness about um, 
the change, but I think also such gratitude and hope um, that this this restaurant will uh, be there doing what it does so beautifully for many years to come. A- a- absolutely, Denny. Like this is you know it's this could not have been done without Gal and Kevin. You know they're the, they're the people that have have you know had something that is so long standing in in the Melbourne dining scene. And you know there's there's not too many uh, there's not too many icons that are out there and. It's still the test of time. So yes, in in safe hands with nothing nothing to change, and here's to another twenty seven plus years and some. <laughs> we'll uh, toast that with a glass of French champagne in the near future. That's a great idea. That's a wonderful idea. <laughs> thank you both. Thanks, Denny. Oh, thank you. This is Dirty Linen, and I'm Danny Vallant. We air the issues that the hospitality industry finds hard to talk about, hearing from different people with unique perspectives. We want to hear from you as well. If you have something that needs to be said about a topic, get in touch so we can include your perspective. Contact us at dirtylinen at deepintheweeds.com.au or hit us up on Insta at Dirty Linen Podcast. We can't wait to hear from you. This.